0: The champion, Joseph Parker, former world champion heavyweight boxer. Got a feeling he's going to give that another nudge as well. And uh, and another step towards that is happening December 23rd in Riyadh when he takes on Deontay Wilder. Joe is, uh, uh, is training in Ireland at the moment. Morning, Joe. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good evening. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, mate. My pleasure, mate. This card on December twenty third is absolutely mad. From a boxing point of view, so many big heavyweights on it. Almost reminds me a bit of a UFC card that's uh, that's happening in Riyadh uh, just before Christmas.
1: I tell you this: the obviously Saudis on board and the, the fights in Saudi Arabia, and this is probably one of the best cards that we've seen in a long time. Um, you know, we got some great, you know, former champions on it. We got champions on it, <clears throat> and all the matchups are. Exciting fights to watch, so for me to be a part of this card, I'm extremely excited, and this fight that I've locked in, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for it, you know, very pumped. Oh, mate, I I, I, be, I,
0: I looked at this, and I kind of had to go, well, you know, the fight against AJ was, was a title fight, but it feels like this fight against Deontay Wilder is the biggest fight of your career. How do you feel about it?
1: I think this is the biggest fight of my career. Obviously, we're not world champions. Um, we're both former champions, but Wilder's got that, uh you know, he's got that... Um, that dangerous right hand that everyone's feared, you know. And when they when they put the fight in front of me, I said yes to so it straight away because I love to challenge myself. And I know that Wilder, even though he's been inactive, he's still top of his game, and uh, he's still got that dangerous punch. and I, And I'm more for it. I'm, I'm here for it for it all. Joe, you've decided to take on
2: the the biggest challenge of your career, I think, um, to date, uh, up against Wilder, who's who's boxing for his his career. Um, what what sort of went through your mind when, because this has obviously been on the cards for a while, what was going through your mind when you were making that decision that this was the fight that you needed?
1: You know, they, they, there was three, I had three opponents that they presented to me. The first one was Zhang, and I said yes, straight away. The second one, and then that was going for a while, then they said to me, okay, no, you're fighting down Dubois. Dubai. I said, yep, lock me in. And then that went on for a week, and then then they said, Deontay Wilder. I said, yep, lock me in. I'm like, I'm, I've said it before, that like I'm in boxing to fight the biggest fights out there. Mm. And when, when, I, when I'm involved in these big fights, I do rise to the occasion. Obviously, there's a few losses in my career, but <clears throat> there's a lot of things that in my career that I've made changes to. I feel very happy now, you know, with, with uh, trainers, with food, with vocational training and the team that I have. So I'm very confident going to this fight and I'm honestly i'm very pumped like i'm putting in some great work here in ireland i'm going to fly to england in about a week and a half two weeks time to to train with tyson and to to pick his brains and to do a lot of sparring with him and they're going to be in saudi arabia for two weeks so i've got a good plan in place i got george locker here looking after my food i'm eating Great food every day and I'm training hard of Andy Lee and George Lockhart doing strength and conditioning. So everything is on point.
2: How, how important is this, um, this trip to the UK to see Tyson and uh, knowing that he's been in that ring with Dante a couple of times and giving you that information on how to get the job done?
1: I think it's very important. You know, the Tyson has shared the ring of Johnny 3 times. Uh, the first one was a draw, the second one he won that fight, or well, he won the, the the next two fights. So I think it's important to go there and to just to, to get into the, you know, into training of Tyson and to pick his brains and also just the knowledge that he has of fighting this guy is uh, is above anyone else's knowledge. So I think it's very important to to link up with him and he's made time to to spoil me and to, to to show me a few things that I could to use in the fight. Ultimately, I'm in the fight myself, but I think getting that experience from him will be crucial.
0: Uh, Joe, ages ago, I, I spoke to your old trainer, KB, uh, Kevin Barry, uh, who is a bit of a master of the dark arts, as we, we both know. Um, and I asked him about what the, his his uh, uh, approach to fighting Deontay Wilder would be back then. Uh, and, and, and one of the things he said to me, he said, He's a big puncher, but he's got skinny wrists, so I'd get my guy to punch his, his fist as he's punching because he'll probably break his wrist. Um, uh, <laughs> talk about dark arts, Kevin Barry. Uh, I don't know if that's something that's occurred to you before, <laughs> mate. Is, is it something you, you might chat with Andy Lee about? Uh,
1: listen, I, I haven't really thought about that, but now that you bring it to my attention, I will <laughs> take a closer look into <laughs> into his wrists. <laughs> right, listen, Deontay Wilder is the beast, and we all know that, but... And I know he's got it. Listen, a lot of people say he's not the best boxer, but he is. He's he's in the position he's in for a reason. He can box, he can punch, he can move. And I know what. You know, we're we're coming up with a very good game plan, we'll have to have with the help of Tyson, in a few weeks to to counter everything that he brings. And listen, I'm here to win. I want to win, and I want to go on to be champion of the world again.
2: Hey, hey, Joe, can I just talk to you about like your your physicality and the, the growth that you've had over the the last uh, few years? Being up there as a champ lost lost the bout, came have on your comeback trial, but in between all that, your body's maturing as well. Do you feel a hell of a lot stronger these days and and more resilient than, than you did when you started out? How's the body actually feeling?
1: The body's feeling great. Um, you know, uh, along the journey there's a lot of things that I've tried in different trainers and strength and conditioning trainers and eating this type of food and this boxing coach and I feel like I've like said it before. I feel like I got the right team now, and the body is feeling a lot stronger. That it. it's uh, it's about programming, you know. And if you have the right program, the right training, the right food, um, your body's naturally just going to turn into a beast body. And I feel like that's what I'm turning into now.
0: Well, we saw, you know, a, gr- a great knockout in your last fight, mate, against a guy who was unbeaten and had a lot of knockouts. On his uh, on his career as well how much confidence does that give you as a fighter because that's probably been one criticism of you since you moved to the UK is not finishing enough guys
1: again there's a lot of uh, fights where I've been and where I've overtrained I fought sick um, no excuses I'm just letting you guys know that I fought sick and mm. I'm overtrained and left everything into the gym but I got uh, like it's crucial that I got George locker who's not only a master in, in cooking food and nutrition and everything about food and, and water intake each day, but he everything's balanced now. So mm. I feel like I'm never going to overtrain again, and it's better to be undertrained. And I just got this, this good balance where, and, and I'm just happy. I'm very happy as a fighter, and I feel like going into every fight, I'm just going to give it the best I have, and I know what the best can do. Joe, the the longer
2: the fight went on with Tyson and uh, Deontay and Wilder, the... the... The better Tyson got, and the you know he doesn't handle the length of the the rounds as they as they start to go into that back end. Is that part of your strategy? Is to take the fight deep into those those later
1: rounds? Listen, I want to knock him out as soon as I can, if I can. <laughs> and, uh, I know, Listen, the the longer rounds, uh, it's listen, he did tire uh, the longer the rounds went, but. I'm not six foot nine and I don't have the longest reach in the world like Tyson does. But uh, if I can catch him and, and uh you know, catch him with flurry of punches and I can knock him out in early stages of the fight, that'll be awesome. That'll be a listen, that'll be a nice Christmas present for me and the family.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, man. I mean that's one of the things I, I remember his fight against Bermain Stavern, uh where he basically Bemain just stood in front of him and got hit a lot, you know. So uh, movement has got to be key as well, right, Joe? And and, and that is something that we've we've seen improve uh, since you've moved north and, and, and been training with Andy Lee is your, your movement around the ring.
1: The movement has improved, but it's going to be a lot better this fight. And it needs to be. You can't be standing in front of someone with a big punch like that and say, hey, bring it on. You know, you're just inviting him to to unleash his big white hand. So there's going to be a lot of movement, a lot of speed, a lot of, a lot of combinations, and I'm going to be very fit it's strong leading into this fight. 100.
0: I'll tell you what. If you reckon under training's better than over training, I'm 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 pretty dangerous right now, Joe. Just quietly. Um, but um, <laughs> what, what what about uh, how, how far uh, are you looking? I mean, you know, I, I know you don't want to count your chickens, mate. But I mean, are you looking and thinking, right? I get I get Deontay Wilder out of my way. What's next? I mean, is there anything in place that uh, if you win this fight, you fight AJ?
1: Yeah, well, listen. This I I think that what they're doing is they're putting me against Deontay Wilder, and they want Deontay Deontay to knock me out. They want AJ to fight Otto Wallen. They want AJ to win, mm, yeah. and they want to put Deontay Wilder and AJ together. But Otto Wallen is a very good fighter himself, so that's going to be a tough fight for AJ. And also, I back myself 100% that I'm going to beat Deontay Wilder. So we are both going to upset these 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 plans that they have. And if uh, if it all goes well, I'll be fighting whoever it is uh, in February March. But I want to keep busy as a fighter. I want to win keep busy and keep fighting because the only way you're going to improve and and get better, get closer to the top.
2: Hey, Joe, did you ever think, you know, as you were growing up and you had the stream of being a boxer that you'd be rubbing shoulders with the likes of Tyson Fury and even, you know, um, being such good mates with one of the best boxers in the world and doing what you're doing? Has it all panned out how you thought it would?
1: Uh, Listen, everything that's happened in my career has been a blessing. It's been hard work and it's been sacrifices and, you know, a lot of, Traveling around the world and fighting in different tournaments, and um, just a lot of sacrifice, but it's been very uh, fruitful. And you know, I am training with Tyson. Him and I communicated back in the day, 2014. We started communicating on social media, and ever since then, we've become very close. And he treats me like a brother, so I'm very thankful to him and grateful that you know, even when I'm in walk, and he gives me the gym. I got the local cafe that he goes to now, I've stolen it, it's my cafe now. I got the Sainsbury, <laughs> you know, the Sainsbury is like a countdown back in New Zealand, but it's my local Sainsbury, and I've t- he's given me a glove sponsor, he's given me the Germany one One of the camps, he let me use his house, so just uh, very, very grateful, When I feel very blessed to be in the position I'm in. What's,
2: what's, what's your thoughts on the um, Nagano fight? Joe, like it's just come out this week that Tyson, you know, he went back into a shell a little bit after that fight. Like how how has he been and what are your th- actual thoughts on how that fight went?
1: My thoughts are that, my, my opinion is that we had the best camp. We had 12 weeks of training. Tyson, we had George Lockhart doing both our food. Uh, he brought in great sparring partners. Bacoli was on the undercard. He had me, Solomon Dacus, he had a few other sparring partners. So we, he definitely put in the work spots, eight, ten rounds all the time. But I just uh, I think my opinion is that when you're when you're fighting in Saudi Arabia and if, if the fight was at 2 a.m. It was 2 a.m. in the morning when, when the fight was on. And I feel I feel when you're when you're fighting at that time, you need to train at that time. And I, we weren't really training at the at the time of the fight, you know. So mm. it was more like it was a sleep. It was a sleep time when the time came to fight. But the, my opinion is that I think uh, that's why we're going to go there a little bit earlier just to put in the work and also get uh, accustomed to the time, the heat you know, and everything else that we have to deal with. Joe, I met you years
0: and years and years ago when you were really a young fighter coming through. I think, um, you know, uh, uh, Sir Bob was still uh, still involved with you your early part of your career when I first met you. And, and then I went over to the US with you uh, for your first American fight in 2014. We went to Bethlehem in, in Pennsylvania. Uh met, you know, some of the some of the greats over there as well. Larry Holmes, I remember meeting him with you Drew as Holmes, well. Yeah. Um, uh, fantastic yeah. memories, mate. I mean but what looking back on everything you've learned, what would you say to a young version of yourself, say from 2014 now after everything that you've you've been through and everything you've learned?
1: Um you know what? When I look back, this is the most focused I've ever been in my career. Uh, leading into being champion of the world, I wasn't as focused as I should have been. After being champion of the world, I went downhill and, w- and even more not focused. So, looking back now, if I had to give advice to, to my younger self, it's just, you know, I, w- I would like my younger self to be the person I am now focused, determined, doing everything right, and going into fights happy because I've done everything I can to be in the best shape possible.
2: Yeah. Hey, Joe. Like I, I love asking this question. What is this? What is the when you when you're doing your training and you need a little bit of hype music? What is the song that you're listening to at the moment that's getting you going?
1: Ba uh, ba black sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Put him to sleep. Count that sheep. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I listen to "Can't Be Touched" by Roy Jones Jr. It's uh, it's a song that I really love. It pumps me up every time I, I listen to this song. And I feel like if you guys listen to it and you're in the gym, you're going to feel this this buzz to put on the work, lift more weights, do more burpees, and have a good time.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody has a good time doing burpees, Joe, but I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. Um, Mate, (laughs) I appreciate your time this morning, man, uh, or this evening, your time. Really do. Best of luck with the training camp, mate, and hopefully we can catch up before the big fight, eh?
1: We'll catch up very soon. Thank you guys for having me on. Thanks for the support and the love, and we'll, we'll talk soon go
0: so, get him joe good. go get him go get him joe joe parker champion champion bloke champion fighter as well with us here on he's focused
2: NZ. you know like that whole that whole conversation was around like I'm, I'm so focused. All I want to talk about is my nutrition, my training, my preparation. Even even the question about Nagano and Tyson. Yeah. Like we just didn't train at that time. Like again, as soon as he said that, I went, "Yeah, man, two o'clock. You're probably going to sleep." Yeah. You know. And and they've identified that as one of the the risks that they they went into that fight with, and, and probably an opportunity now. Like he he's he's doing is going over there early so he can train at the right time and get his body acclimatized to to. Not just the weather, but also the time—the time, the time difference—that he's going to have to get out and fight. Yeah, hundred like, percent. This man. is a massive. Seriously, we're not even talking about it here in this country. This is the biggest fight that New Zealand has had since David Tua fought Lennox, Lennox Lewis.
0: Yeah, I think, well, I think you're right. I mean, that, that was interesting because, as I said to him, you know, when you fought AJ, that was a title fight, but it feels like this is bigger.
2: This is. I, I think I think it's bigger too. I think I think this is bigger because now Joseph Parker is actually growing into the 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 boxer that actually is a threat. Yeah. You know, and he see "We said that we said that last week, didn't we? That the fight they want is Dante and Wilder up against Anthony Joshua, yeah. And Joe Parker's like, well, it changes if I knock him out.'
0: No, it's going. he's there to spoil the party. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Come on, Joseph. Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, keep your text rolling through as well for us on double eight, double three. Would you make of what Joe had to say, and how how do you think he'll go against Deontay Wilder on December the twenty third?